Hello and welcome to Are You Feeling It? The show where we tell you what we are feeling and what we're not. From social media to politics and entertainment, we're here to find out Are, are you, you feeling, feeling it? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the second episode of Are You Feeling It? Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for coming back. We so appreciate you tuning in for the second episode. And uh, we are just so excited that you're here. That means you listened to the first one and you stumbled across us and you enjoyed what you heard. So from the bottom of our heart, we deeply appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's been nice to see the downloads. It's been nice to see people watching it on different platforms. So it's really cool getting this podcast up and started and going. So definitely let us know on social media how you happen to find our podcast. Was it Facebook? Was it Spotify? Was it Buzzsprout? We should be hitting on Apple Podcast here in the next couple of weeks, and then hopefully iHeartRadio as well in about four weeks. So keep an eye on that. We'll be there shortly. But if you have any questions for us, you want to mail in anything, um, we can be reached at are you feeling it pod at gmail.com email us all your questions anything if you want to be on the show uh hit us up there are you feeling it pod at gmail.com so tommy hey what's up how's your (laughs) first week of retirement going oh my first week of retirement has been great let's tell you about last night oh not last night oh (laughs) most awful listen just to fill anyone in that might be a first-time listener decided to skip episode one, here's episode two. We are both service industry workers, and we are currently on what we call retirement during this pandemic. We are not allowed to go to work. We don't have COVID, but the rest of everyone else does, so that means we cannot work. Help here in Michigan. Yep, so here in Michigan, the, we are in a three-week lockdown. We're hoping to only be three weeks, but a lot of people are saying longer. So that's where we're at. So we're locked down. We're in the house. Tommy, tell them what happened last night. Okay, so we're getting ready to stream on Facebook. We were going to do this clickbaity video. It was going to be so cute. I'm fighting my roommate. We were going to stream Mortal Kombat on Facebook just to hang out with some friends. We're bored. We're in the house. You know, we're bored bored in the house house and we're in the house bored. So we're chilling 10 minutes away from streaming. I have it all set up, about to hit the button to go live. And the power goes out. Just go on. The worst experience. We had friends over. We were all chilling. And the power just goes out. There's only like two people. So there's like four people tops in this house. We're getting ready to play some video games and have a cute little time. And the power goes out. So what we ended up doing was sitting in a circle with our dying phones. It was so bad. On the edge, living on the edge of glory, playing Among Us in the dark. Because what else can you do with friends in the dark is play Among Us. Play Among Us. It was a fun time, but there were so many times that the person in the room with these four people that I'm with, that we're with, are the imposter and it was the worst because they were like oh my god i'm not the imposter i was the imposter one time you're talking about yourself i was never the imposter i okay i was the imposter the first round yeah with emily with emily so we're in a group of (laughs) 10 people from around the world there's four of us that are in the same place yeah 
And the two imposters happened to be two out of the four sitting in the same room in the same place. And we weren't saying anything. But Not saying anything. Her, but I li- feel like her poker face was just way off. But listen, I was <laughs> thinking about this later that night when I'm charging my phone in my car because my, my phone had died and the power was still out. How much we were yelling at each other because we were so sus of one another. And oh, yeah. the power was out in the entire so apartment complex. Can, everybody else Probably sounded us. so crazy to our neighbors. Oh, yeah. They were like, what are you all yelling at? The power's out. What do you have to yell about? Yelling at each other. They're the imposter. They're going to kill you. It was probably just a terrible time. So but I'm, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. And if you know, not to be yellow on Among Us because you're never the imposter, I guess. Because that's the only color I like to play with. And I'm never the imposter. I am either white or... I am. I like to be pink. My name on imposter. Yeah, what is your favorite name? I've gone with a couple names, but I liked Mrs. Peacock because I'm really into Clue. But I really like Cootie Queen and Lint Liquor were my recent names from that commercial. I can't I think it was a Trident Gum commercial. Oh, you Cootie Queen. Well, you're you Cootie Queen. You Lint Liquor. 2000s commercials were where it was at. And my 2000s commercials have become my Among Us. <laughs> as it should be. It's a great time. Yeah, no, I started out as B, which is just a long time ago nickname that I usually use. And then all of a sudden I was just like, you know what? I have the perfect name and I've never changed it since. And you know it. Now the world's going to know it. My Among Us name is Mr. Bussy. Mr. Bussy. Mr. Bussy. If you know, you know. If you know. And I play as yellow with the backwards cap, as a bussy should. As a bussy should. You look like a bro on there, just Mr. Bussy. (laughs) If that's not any gay man on this planet. Killing it. It's what's what happened, but yeah, that's literally all we have been. All doing. we did is play Among Us. We're chilling yeah. around the house. We're having a good time. No, we're not. <laughs> we're chilling. I mean, it's a good time because we're just hanging out and getting stuff done, getting stuff going productive wise because we're working on the podcast, keeping ourselves busy. So it feels like I have a job every day to go to, but I'm it's, really it's awesome. Our, our dining room table has turned into a, a mini office for us yeah. in a little recording studio. So that is how this podcast is being ground brought zero to you right here. Yeah, ground That's zero. So, yeah, uh, make sure you hit subscribe and like so we can get out of this kitchen and maybe into an actual studio after this pandemic is over. Sure. Speaking of starting the podcast, I want to give a shout out to Abby Hawkins, also known in the drag world as Abby Cadabra. She's actually working on our artwork for our podcast, so we should probably have that by next week or the next. Super excited about it. She's doing such a great job. She sent us the sketch today. It's legit everything I could imagine. So that I amazing. Wanted for that. Super excited about like, it. Like, I will put the picture of what I wanted, like my little sketch. You'll Even see my little sketch. sketch on the back of a piece of paper. We'll put that Six on Instagram figures. and Twitter so you can see the before and then Abby taking it over again the uh, after. The and, after, yeah. Yeah. To what my brain wanted, she put. Well, I'm so happy about it. Abby do artwork for me back in the day when I was doing drag, and I've seen her artwork from other people. She did uh, my drag dad's artwork, DJ Lip Gloss at the time, and his artwork was really spot on. She nailed him to the T, but the thing is, if she's doing a character of a real person, 
she will scan your Facebook up and down like a stalker and make sure... Yeah, you're sure... telling me she was going through my yeah. Facebook trying to nail something down. And she will go on your Facebook and stalk you to try to find out what you look like in different angles and what kind of like characteristics she can put in there. She gave you some mousse in your hand and I was like, yes. yeah. So I've been on this hair journey. Tommy's been on this hair journey with me. Yeah. My only qualms about my hair is it has to be a specific shade of blonde gray or white that's the only color i like on my hair and i'm gray a, or white just very specific nothing very specific. big nothing to deal with you put, put a good shade range in there you can nail it it's pretty easy i'm like it i'm not that picky when it comes mm-hmm. to color just don't look have me looking blonde like a blonde anyway yeah i'm dirty it's basically blonde. just to lighten it up yeah just lighten my hair up that's all i'm asking you to do but, so I used to have just straight hair. People used to say it looked like Johnny Bravo, so I had that going for me for a long time. <laughs> it was awful, especially when your coworker comes up to you. She'd be like, oh, I get it, your hair. It's Johnny Bravo, as you're in the middle of making a Caesar fucking salad. Really throws off the rest of your day what to try to make good oh, tips thinking it. about it. You are Johnny Bravo. That's who you want to date. Right. And so then I <laughs> just learned things from you and our friend Gigi and Emily and the... Holy Lord TikTok, I guess, and yeah. my hair turned curly. I love my curls. But the funny thing is, so in the first sketch, which I told her to change the mousse out of it, there's mousse in my hand. I don't use mousse, but since we're in quarantine and I don't have great finances right now, I ran yeah, out of my fire. hairspray. So I couldn't fix my hair. So what did I have to pull out today? The mousse! I pulled out the mousse that I've had for a year and a half that I never used. So I was like, that is so fitting. Yeah. She like read through the... Space time continuum. Yeah, find out Abby's a psychic. This motherfucker is putting moose on his yeah. hair today. That's what we can On November 22nd. This <laughs> motherfucker. It's been a good time. Oh my gosh. Yes. All right. I'm feeling a quick break so we can possibly get a hit. Take a breath of fresh air. Breath of fresh air. Live our lives real quick. We'll be right back after this. See you soon. And we are back from our little smoke session. We are. Got a beverage in us, and we are ready to talk. How was your little smoke break? Oh, it's a good time. Having a nice little smoke smoke. Ooh, we are feeling it. Did you guys uh, grab your drinks? Did you guys smoke a blunt? Are you guys ready to go? Did you wash your hands? Is the most important factor. We have a set that needs to be a bit more cleanly. <laughs> Absolutely. So you gotta wash your hands before you interact. The Britney Spears Toxic uh, Chorus is the perfect amount of time for you to be washing your hands. Let's sing that to yourself. <laughs> okay, right now I want to talk about something that I've been seeing on social media. What have you been seeing? Super exciting. The Shark Boy and Lava Girl reboot thing. Oh, yeah. You mean Shark Boy and. Or right. side fish. Yeah, the side fish. That is not Shark Boy. I am so <laughs> disappointed and so sad that Taylor Lautner is not returning. No, it looks like he's not returning, but she got a new side fish and she out here. They have a kid together. Yeah, the movie is called We Can Be Heroes. It has the original uh, Lava Girl, Lindsay, and then the- she looks just as good issue it's still a little cheesy with the costuming but that's what makes it so nostalgic oh yeah they really kept to it and then they brought in priyanka chopra who was one of my favorite actresses like quantico was so great she married nick jonas he's only two days older than me and he's so fine (laughs) 
<laughs> but I'm so excited. I guess the shark boy in question's name is JJ. I don't really, I couldn't find his last name. He's not really listed in IMDb or Ooh. Google Cast, so I'm kind of confused why they're keeping him in the shadows. Um, so if anyone different. has... Anybody has any information yeah. on this side fish shoot shark us, boy? Shoot us something on Twitter or Instagram because we are thoroughly confused. Speaking of Netflix, we've been watching so much Netflix. So much Christmas Netflix. All the Christmas movies are getting the spirit. My gay elf Christmas vibes have been full bred since November 1st. Absolutely. It's been and a fun we are time. here. So a year ago, I watched this movie called The Princess Switch with Vanessa Hudgens in it. I thought it was super good. I just kind of kept it to myself, though, like a little uh, a little hidden gem for myself. But then this year, I've been watching so many movies because there's nothing else to do because of quarantine. Tommy and I sat down and actually watched it again. And what was your I thoughts on it? I have seen it, but I thought it was a basic... I don't want to say basic, but it was your basic Princess and the Popper story. It had a cute little twist on it. I mean, they didn't tell it like everybody else does, but Vanessa Hudgens runs into Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> <laughs> Take sister, sister, put it in the snow, and then put High School Musical in the backdrop. But mix it with the parent trap. Yeah. And there you have it. And it's a blossom. But no, I mean, I thought it was really good, but you know, I love cheesy romantic I comedies. Know, like, all that's the, what I base my life, life is on. life a rom-com. And it will forever be that way. But then Netflix decided, uh, we were, we popped it open one day looking for something to watch, and there was Princess Switch 2 switched again, and so, oh so we goodness. were thoroughly excited to see what was happening next in the storyline. Oh my goodness. It was twisty and turny. There was it so was many Vanessa Hudgens. So many. <laughs> There was not one, not two, but three Vanessa three. Hudgens. They put all High School Musical 3 Vanessa Hudgens together and made one of them blonde. Yeah. Yeah. It was a whole journey. But it was, wasn't was the journey I thought it was going to take. I, I, Everyone agrees that the sequels are always the the less, yeah. the worse of the two. Unless you're talking about Shrek. Unless you're talking about Shrek, because <laughs> they're both great. Golden. But... I thought this movie was going to end, and I was like, we've only been watching it for 30 minutes. Is this just a little mini-movie? It looked like it was going to end. And then there was just so many other twists and turns, so I was quite there with it. real fast. <laughs> so I give it to them. If you want to check it out, both of them are on Netflix for the holiday season. You know, get into your Christmas vibe. But make sure you get that tree put up. Switch too. Don't listen to any of... What your family says that you have to wait till after Thanksgiving to put up your tree. No, you put that tree up November right. November first, baby. As soon as holidays over or uh, Halloween's over. Yeah, put it up. Put, put up your tree. Have you been Have you been watching anything else besides Netflix or anything? I haven't really been watching a lot of Netflix. I've been on Twitch. I've been on Instagram, TikTok, things like that. So you're not really a televisioner. I'm not a televisioner. If I catch like a series, like we were watching Roseanne at one point in time, just to like listen, y'all. We all we watched. I know she's controversial, but Roseanne is nostalgic for us millennials, us Midwestern millennials. Yeah, yeah. it, It was based in Illinois, so it's that's right around the block for us. Yeah, but. So we got up to season nine, the last season, and then we just kind of stopped watching for no reason. We're just like, it's it's done. Now. Have y'all ever done that with the show? Like, I've, I've seen all of Jericho, 
it was this older TV show, except for the very last episode of the second season, because it was a season finale, and I didn't want that show to end. I have seen all of the Marvelous Miss Maisel on uh-huh. Amazon Prime, yeah. except for the last episode. Yeah, you cheated on me with that one. First of all, she didn't tell me about it, and then when she did tell me about it, she would watch ahead of me, and then I just got so lost where she was. So she, she cheated my roommate on me. cheated on me <laughs> with Marvelous Miss Maisel. It and then, listen, show. no, she tried. Listen, y'all. Are you feeling this? Because I'm not feeling this. She turned on the Umbrella Academy a few months ago. The second season. I'm starting to watch it with her. I'm like, this is kind of cool. But then I'm starting to realize this is a previously what happened last season part. And I said, oh, no, bitch. I'm invested. You have to bring this back to season one. So I made her sit down and watch all of season one again. And then all of season two. And we did it in probably, what, three, four days? Three, four days. But we did a great job. That I is, love the uh, Umbrella Academy. And I, number I five is my favorite. And enjoy this with me. Because it was fun. I really like the show. I like the superhero kind of stuff. Yeah, I am not super duper into superheroes. But that one kind of got me. That one is a little different. Just the comedy really got me. Oh, yeah. Number five. Just seeing... A, a, a young actor played a fifty-year-old man was so great, and he did so well. And he's a Virgo, and he's also a September September eighteenth Virgo. So shout out to my little twin number five. Yeah. So I know you're listening. So much love. <laughs> <laughs> but and then you caught me watching uh, the season premiere of SVU. SVU. Oh my goodness, it was so. Good. It hit on so, so many topics current. so quick. Oh yeah, yes. it was. It had coronavirus. It had Black Lives Matter. It had police brutality. It had you thinking a lot, a lot. And so and high, that's not the only show that's doing that right no, now. Superstore, all mask, all coronavirus. The Simpsons even have like a. I know that, that it's that a little controversial with this, <laughs> but the Simpsons have like the characters wearing masks and portraying the coronavirus in this next season they're doing. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, I'm cool that it's like the first season where it's coronavirus Mm -hmm. in the world and we're playing to it. And I hope they keep it up. Like, I hope they keep it on topic and on trend. Be telling people wear your mask and a lot of these shows. Above your nose. Superstore and SVU and The Simpsons are having people in mass really just being like, this is our way of fighting this. And if you don't wear it. Yeah. And they're not in mass at all. <clears throat> no, episode. not the whole episode, but it's so just it's nice not like you're just looking at people talking about representation, people wearing masks in the places that they should be in the show. Right. Like superstore. They're all wearing their masks at the store. I just think it's a good way to go forward in yeah. television. And, uh, Tonight was, so this is going to be a spoiler alert if you're a Dancing with the Stars fan and you haven't watched the finale. I was talking with a friend and we were talking about the finale and the winner was leaked to me before I watched it and I was very upset about it. So (laughs) Caitlin, the Bachelorette, is is the new owner of that Glitter Ball trophy. Oof. I don't understand. I watched, I watched some of the performances and I was a... Her face just looks so solemn the whole she, time. Yeah, and I... Stone. Stone face. It was kind of emotionless for most of the performance I remember of her. Her lines weren't that great to me, to be honest. She's a beautiful girl, and she is... I don't think she's a horrible dancer no. whatsoever, but... but compared most of to, the dances were him just kind of like throwing her around in a floofy yeah. dress because she was small and he could do it. Yeah, and then you put her up next to like Justina Machado... 
And Who she was trying her hardest. Did so she was good. beautiful out her there on the dance floor. For me it was, was so it was so light when she was on the floor. Like this is she was so happy to be there and doing that. And as a dancer myself, like that's such a breath of fresh air to see to see somebody who is not a dancer fully embrace it. She did and live her full life in that moment. And I it was just so she was beautiful. A dancer. And her face, she emoted the whole time. Like if it's happy, she was happy. She yeah, was living her fantasy. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm kind of upset about it. I'm hoping <laughs> we can the get outrage. A, I said I. I said we need a recount because there was something wonky with those results. So. You'll be in touch with my lawyers, uh, ABC. <laughs> but before we get off the topic about uh, Netflix and streaming and all the things we've been watching, I did see this post on social media for this holiday dream job. And the the job is pretty much they have a list of holiday movies that you want us to, that they want them to watch. It's $2,500 plus a year's streaming services. I love Christmas so much. I have a running tally of Christmas movies already watched. I am currently sitting at 12, and so wow. I would love for y'all to help me get this uh, dream job of mine. It's for review.org. You can find them on all over social media. Drop my name, drop the podcast, and help your boy get a job because he's him get in his lockdown. Dream job. Let him watch these Christmas movies. Yes. All right. So we are going to pop off real quick and uh, have a bathroom break, get a breath of fresh air, and we will be right back. We will be right back. Stay hydrated. Take a sip of water. Get you something to drink. Welcome back. I hope you're still with us. We are here at the Ground Zero. Ooh, sitting in the kitchen. Yes, sitting in the kitchen. How's everybody doing? Hope everybody got a hit. Hope everybody got something to drink. Wash their hands. Today. Be sure you wash your hands. Right. Wear a mask. All them things. Right, right, right. But do you remember that uh, picture I showed you from Twitter of the Fab Five sitting? Yes. I assume. Thoroughly. Agree with this meme, and we'll post it to the Instagram and to Twitter. But it was so picture it 2019, the Fab Five sitting on stage, and it shows that gays don't know how to sit correctly at all. As you would say, some uh, uh, a person should sit in a chair correctly, as you would picture it based on society's view on how somebody should sit in a chair. Gays are not equipped absolutely to not. do that. That is a skill set we are not able to have it looks like i can't sit in a chair correctly i know i can't the, i know you were looking around the room yeah it's funny i'm <laughs> sitting in a room there's four of us all of us are family when it comes to being in the lgbtqia plus community and we were all sitting in chairs and not a damn one of us was sitting in one correctly absolutely not so when you have facts the facts are facts america as monique Cart says uh, they absolutely are. That's so, if you are part of the family, as we say it, look around the room with any other family member and see how they're sitting. <laughs> and let us sitting know. incorrectly in the chair, we need to know because this has been proven many times to me. <laughs> yeah, so I believe this is a, a skill set we don't have, so we need photo evidence. But as we say, so... We were talking about chosen family, drag family. Yeah, as, part of as we family. call it being in the family... That just means you're somewhere in the rainbow. And I don't know. I'd love the conversation between born-in family and chosen family and the kind of what we call a drag family as you want it. Well, for me, I had a chosen family that was like my friend's family yeah. at first. But that was from me being disowned at 
in 2015. I was 21 years old. So I had to kind of like try to find my family. And it wasn't till 2018 when I found like my drag family. Right. And so that would be like my drag father that adopted me, my who was DJ Lip Gloss, my drag sister Candace Pittman, uh, who was Candy Gloss. At, <clears throat> and then there's my drag daughter who I adopted when I met her at Jackson Gay Pride. She was performing uh, Christy Da Vinci. Uh, you can find her on TikTok, Instagram, Christy Da Vinci, Christy Tamarianis. Um, But that's a lot of like our little family. And Christy even lived with Roger at one point in time, DJ LaFloss. And like they had a really good like grandfather to like <laughs> granddaughter, like drag kind of like relationship. It was, that's well, it's more like grand. uncle, yeah. <laughs> you know. But, They're creepy uncle. <laughs> but then like uh, Roger's, I guess you would call her sister, like in the drag community, Maria Morales was always like my drag aunt. Yeah. And she's my drag aunt. So when I did drag, I'm a very loner type of person in like in the world in general. So even when I stepped into the world of drag, I was more of an an individual. That's how I thought I was when I first got in there. (laughs) So the closest I ever got is I did have a sister. We have disowned one another and she's in Vegas and she's living her life and I'll pour one out for her later in life when I feel a little bit better about the situation. And then I had my drag aunt, which was Maria. And then, so she's your drag aunt. So that kind of makes us drag cousins in a way. She's a cancer. Oh my God. She's such a sweet person. Absolutely. And then obviously I have my love and respect for the community, like Cheetah and Delicious, the ones who made the way for all of us. Lindsay K. Taylor, all those good people. Yeah. So like even with my family, like I'm not super close with my father or my father's side of the family and I'm more close with my mom. And the more the only person I really see from my family is my mom because my grandparents they live far away and then they go For to sure. Florida and then my mom's sister lives in Florida so I just kind of stick with my mom even though she lives an hour away but and then I have my chosen family that I have here which is like yeah. you and Charles and For Gigi sure. and everyone I have a hard time even connecting with my family now like um, yeah. my siblings like I'll get together with my brothers and hang out with them and try to like connect a little more in that way. Um, I haven't been able to really connect with my mom's side of the family or my dad's side of the family ever since, like, the disowning, just because right. it's still a little raw, and I well, know would be. they love her and whatever, and they're still hanging out with her, but it's like, you let her make this choice, and now she's disowned three out of four of her children, so... Right. There's something wrong with the tree and not the apples that are falling out of it. Well, I just think, especially with our generation, we kind of had to grow up. We've always grown up in some kind of disaster mm-hmm. within in America in general. So our generation really had a lot of struggles. The first grade watching 9-11 happen on the television. Like yeah, you make me feel old still. But, <laughs> so, and then we were in the recession and now coronavirus. Like, we've always lived in some kind of crazy-ass time for our generation and our generation really had to grow up in a different way. And yeah. we kind of learned that respect is not necessarily always given. No. That respect is mutually earned no matter who you are, no matter if there's Sometimes blood relation or not. If that family doesn't respect you, then No, you and our generation, away. I believe, has the best... We got balls. We have balls and we have a mouth and we're not afraid to use it. And that's kind of where I live my life. Like, I'm going to say what's on my mind because yeah. I'm not going to let the inconvenience myself. I'm not going to let myself. somebody push me over. No. Even no, if, if it's this, my family. If I see something that's incorrect as a Virgo, first of all, it's going to make me mad because things should not be incorrect. But second of all, if it's incorrect, I'm going to call it out because that's what a person should do. Period. And, and people those... need to learn the difference between 
positive criticism and negative criticism. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, let's not bring emotions with facts. It's totally different. I just feel like those chosen family members are so much better to you because you know you picked them out and they picked you and they are going to love you no matter what yeah. because they love you now and the people who don't love you anymore and want you to change or want you to do something with yourself, those people don't really love you. They don't even love I, themselves. I don't think blood equals love. No. Not in all cases. No. I don't think in any case blood is love. Well, you can even see it in Pose, the like chosen family. Pose is on Netflix season one and two. Oh, Ryan Murphy is a great writer. Such a good show. Very much a Black Lives Matter, like, empowered show. But it shows what it was like to be a person of color and a gay person, person of the LGBT, trans, gay, lesbian, in that time period yeah. of the 80s. It's, yeah. It was the late during 80s, this early 90s. Big, big epi- uh, the AIDS, AIDS epidemic. epidemic. Yeah. yeah. That was a whole mess. And it shows what it's like to have, like, that drag family, that chosen family, those people that you go to because your family has disowned you. And it was more popular back then. Right. And it still is going on today. There is people with chosen family, gay families, drag families. But also I would say it also does show the opposite side of your chosen family. Like there is still a consequence for ruining that relationship with somebody that you chose as your family. Yeah. You can still hurt that bond as much as you would hurt a bond with a blood with a person blood that you say you love. Yeah. So I love the up and downs with it because that is your it, family. Yeah. One day they're going to mess mess you up, mess, make you feel bad, but next day they'll make you feel good and right. be there with you and support you in whatever you do. And that's just family. I can't wait for the all the balls and all the other all, all, all the things that are about to come out on a season 3. I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited. Speaking of a new season and new season dropped today. I saw it on Twitter today this morning because I can scroll through Twitter, but I'm still una- unable still to p- join any conversation <laughs> on Twitter for another day. So I'll be back in like 24 hours, ma'am. But RuPaul's Drag Race season 14 has started casting U.S. residents as of today. I am so excited. I am too. So it is calling for U.S. residents. I'm guessing that's due to the coronavirus because we can't travel anywhere. And I don't believe yeah. anyone, a lot of people can't travel here. But so U.S. residents casting, um, you can apply for now until January 15th of 2021. So submit your casting if you're listening and you're a drag hopeful. We have three drag hopefuls that we talked about in the first episode that, be, and I'm guessing it's because we were talking about season 14, the first episode. I told y'all, Mama Rue listens to us. <laughs> she listens to us. She, she heard said, us. No, say, I'll she, let you know. Yeah, she's like, yeah. I heard, I heard. <laughs> Them in Michigan. It's time for me to release the casting. She knew we was about to drop another podcast. So it's just this is just marketing for Rue. So you're welcome, Mama. I will look for the check in the mail. Thank you. Thank you so as <laughs> as Miss Jen would say from TikTok. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. But yeah, so our three hopefuls. You take it away with your drag daughter. Okay, so my drag daughter. I'm straight up gonna say it is an amazing queen, and I found her at Gay Pride. Before I met her, I had a friend that I was living with at the time because I got kicked out of my family's house and I was just like, okay, I'm going to live with these people. Well, her friend was Kristen's brother. Um, and Kristen was wanted to be into drag, wanted to do like the drag stuff. And right. she was like, you should go be this person's drag mom. And I was like, I don't think I'm ready for that because at the time I'm 17. I don't want to. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm 17. 17 I don't want to carry this child for nine months in my womb. 
I'm like, okay, I mean, like, I'm it's a lot of time see. in development. Well, then I finally meet him at the Jackson Gay Pride. Amazing performer, so ready to work. Like, I see the fire in this kid's eyes. And so I took them to a couple drag shows. I kind of dipped their toes into everything. Yep, got yeah, got to get some bookings here and there because on their 18th birthday, I got Kristen a show at Spiral. It was just an open drag night. I just drove them up there from Jackson because I was like, hey, listen, we're going to go do this. Because the town we live in, we're kind of a middle town for like three major cities between Kalamazoo, Lansing, and Ann Arbor. We're about 30 to 45 minutes away from all those. So yeah. drag in our town is very scarce. Very so you have scarce. to drag out There's of town. There's not and, a gay club in Jackson. Yeah, and for me, the Lansing drag scene is the more open community when it comes oh, to it new queens. Lansing is like, this amateur night, come out, hang out, yeah. and it was a good time. I took her to her first drag show. Anyways, watching this person grow and evolve has really shown me what motherhood is. Oh, yeah. I have a video of her, um, Michael Jackson. We'll have to throw on the on Instagram. So we'll throw good. that on Instagram to check that out. But I would love to see her on season 14. Yeah. Amazing performer. You can find her on TikTok, on Instagram, Christy Da Vinci, Christy Sarianen, on Facebook. An amazing person, a gentle soul, a cancer as well. I love cancers. Once, <laughs> once you follow her on TikTok and you start loving those videos, make sure you drop in her comments where you found her. Where you if found you came her, from the pod, they, make sure you, you let came her from, know. Are you feeling it? And she will chef's kiss if you do. And then, <laughs> so we also have to shout out our other uh, Michigan gal, uh, Dia Electra. She is a, a, a beautiful, spooky-ish Grand Rapids queen. She sews. She's got the look. She's her paint is amazing. Check her out on Instagram and Twitter. I believe it's Dia underscore Electra that she does. Oh, she's uh, great. If I, I think a drag in Michigan, seen it's Dia. Someone quaffed some hair oh, like great, Dia. and her performances are great too. Amazing, right? Uh, and then my little hidden gem. And she's a witch. <laughs> She's a bit witch. <laughs> but yeah, so my girl, my little hidden gem from Ohio, Miss Chastity Marie, I want to see this beautiful, beautiful girl on season 14. I want to see her on Drag Race, period. She, you know, whip up a costume. Her performances are so fucking amazing. Her and her boyfriend are so adorable. You check her out, Chastity Marie, uh, Chastity underscore Marie, I believe, or Chastity Marie, on tiktok she's on instagram she's on twitter follow them like them subscribe yeah, just let it. them and then let them know these are just our hopefuls i'm really hoping to see yeah. these people because we're feeling audition. it and, and y'all are gonna feel it y'all three hear this please audition for this show y'all get deserve your ass it. and start believing you put the camera on now right yeah. now right now you better start filming tell mama Ru where you came from and she'll put you on immediately because she listens to the pod I'm telling y'all, either her or Michelle. I'm sending out my Virgo vibes to Michelle. She will listen to the pod too. But Rue, we know you're listening, Mama. Okay. Now, speaking of Bruce, we could Rue Paul. Rue Paul is coming out with this kind of like Christmas holiday special type. Yeah, I've been deal. seeing her on the Old Navy commercials. I think there's an app you can download, but it's called the Rue Holidays, and. It comes out Fridays at 5 p.m. I think it's just like little snippets or something like that. Okay, like a it's on IGTV or right? something. IGTV, yeah. the Old Navy IGTV. You can see it there. But it's Rue Holidays. She is dressed up to the nines, <clears throat> living her best life in this holiday fantasy. The wig she's wearing. Oh my. It is the so most. So you think beautiful. she's going to bring Old Navy back? 
you know, I think Old Navy's just been there. RuPaul's just gonna go and do her thing and get her coin like she always does. I mean, she you know she's in she drag because she's getting a check. She got the check, so that's why we see her in the drags. Absolutely. So make sure y'all check that out. Make sure you check out the Rue Holiday Special on IGTV. By the way, none of this is sponsored as of yet. So if you want to sponsor something, Come we forth. have the time and energy Ooh. to do this. Let's work together. Join the fam. You'll feel it just like we feel it. We but feeling it. Are you feeling it? Period. But right now we do have to take a break. My cat's meowing at me for no good goddamn reason. So we will be right back. And welcome back. How's everyone doing? I'm so glad you're still here. Thank you so much. <laughs> we just took a hit. We just took a hit. We're feeling it. I hope you're feeling it. Let us know. Make sure you tweet us. Follow us on Instagram, DM us, email us are at areyoufeelingitpod at gmail.com. <laughs> and just let us know are you feeling it. That's I all the email can share. And I'm say. feeling it. <laughs> so we doing good. But remember on how the last episode we were talking about that whole Charlie, Dixie, Gen Z bullshit drama. Yeah, the Trisha Paytas, yeah, 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 yeah. Charles bullshit Yeah, drama. so TMZ reported that she lost a million followers from the incident, but then like a few days later she got to 100 million. Yeah. Like, congratulations. You did it, girl. Right. And then, but the thing that shocks me is they these Gen Zs just keep going with it. They're like, pick a side, pick a side. Well, I'm seeing all over TikTok. Like, it's, but then Dixie made that... Made yet another, no, Dixie, her sister, made another tone-deaf video of her dancing to Trisha Paytas singing the N-word in a song, smiling and giggling, and then tagged the creator of that TikTok dance, which is a black teenager. Which is ridiculous. Like, I just, I, and now there goes, here comes another apology train. And, like, we were talking about it earlier and how I said, like, I just wish everyone of them could take a step back. Oh, absolutely. And realize that you're well, calling out you're Trisha. At. Yeah, well, because I'm kind of team Trisha just because they're going after her for her age. Like, I'm 28. I'm almost 30. Yeah. As much as I don't want to admit it, I'm almost 30. But, like, you're just the Gen Z version of Trisha at this point. Mm-hmm. Or Trish. I always call her Trisha. Is well, it Trisha? It's Trisha Payton. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Her thing is, like, Trish, though, so it yeah. always throws me off. But... So I'm just like, you're just her now. But now... The drama channel. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want this to turn into a drama channel, but I'm just like, look at... And also, while you're taking a step back and looking at yourself, humble yourself. Look at the house you're living in. Because if you could look at where we live, in the small town of Jackson, we Mm -hmm. live in a two-bedroom apartment that costs $800 a month. And it's... It's ridiculous. It would be Section 8... For where you live. Yeah. And it's because I've been to where you lived. And I lived around the areas that you lived. And mm-hmm. I've seen the houses up close and personal. And you take us on tours on YouTube all the time. Absolutely. I have. We have a white fridge. We have a white fridge. That, that I want y'all, if because I know you're listening, thinking we have a white fridge. And not one that opens up butterfly style. It's a double door, top and bottom, fridge and <laughs> freezer. So just take that in and humble yourself. Humble yourself. We want stainless steel. I want yeah. an ice maker. I would <laughs> love an ice maker. And that's the thing, people in Michigan, we can talk about this for just a hot minute. Theory. Michigan people don't like ice. Why? Because nobody keeps it in their house in this state. Really? I've lived in several states. In this one, no one ever has ice in their house. I love to keep it. Just have one ice tray for the people that yeah. want a cold beverage, Linda. That's all I want. Damn, that's all I'm asking for. 
<laughs> but anyways, but then did you see, like, James and Tana were egging it on and commenting? There's so much, like, I feel like right now people are so bored, and they're just like, look at this. How are you bored when you're throwing these COVID parties? Uh, <laughs> yep. You have this much time for this drama when you're at these COVID parties? When you're at these COVID parties? Like, come on. Now you're going to go see your family for the holidays? Right. Mm. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, James, I just need you to fully remove yourself from any drama. I have just for a my month. over here. But Give it why up for do James gotta be into everything? It doesn't matter. It could be any community on YouTube or an influencer status. There was some drama channel or something going on about, um, who was it? Charlie and her boyfriend, or Dixie and her boyfriend. Dixie and Noah, I think it was. And James Charles had to chime in. That is the realest relationship. That's not a fake relationship. Boy. But hold on, hold on. Can we also talk about them and what did I saw this? It was Bryce Hall. Ariana Grande was talking about these COVID parties and she uh, her she was like, Oh, but we couldn't all just wait to go to the fucking saddle ranch during a deadly pandemic. Oh my and God. I guess that was targeted at like Bryce Hall and like those creators. And then he had the audacity. To say in an interview that it was a good marketing tool for her. What? For Ariana Grande, he said it's a good marketing tool for her. Why? One of the top selling artists we have in the industry right now. She doesn't need your marketing. She doesn't money. need it. I'm sorry she does it. not need it. She got it on her own. She's putting out albums left and right. She is a creative person. She's a cancer. <laughs> She's a cancer. <laughs> Is but I'm just like, <coughs> we, these kids need to really check themselves. All the time. Humble yourself. Humble you yourself. Because some of y'all ain't even that great of content creators. No. AKA Charlie. I'm so, I, and I didn't know who y'all were until this beef happened. So no, I had to I go didn't. back and I was look like, at your content. content. isn't for me. Like you're. And don't get me wrong. It was Charlie. Charlie is a beautiful dancer. I've seen videos of her dancing. She is a fantastic dancer. But the dances she's doing on TikTok are... The dances on TikTok are bullshit. Yes, they're fun and everything, but when I see 17 of them in a row with you doing them... The it's, same one? It's boring. It's yeah. boring. But I've seen... Like, I will, I will give Charlie all props. She is a beautiful dancer. I've seen her do contemporary. It's Ooh. magnificent. It's great. So I, I will give her that. I mean, all I really know Trisha from, from <laughs> is all these... Um, like, um, spoof reality shows yeah. back from the early 2000s. Like, I ride or die for Trisha sometimes. I'm like... You try, girl. You made yourself. And that's what I think. It's cool. That I don't like about Trisha. The thing that happened earlier this year, or late last year, is when she... And I talked about this last episode, but I just want to, like, clarify. Like, Trisha decided she was going to come out as trans. Didn't she also do that Zac Efron bet on it during the same time? Yes, she did Zac Efron bet on it. And she was feeling herself in this little short wig. And she was like, you know what, guys? I'm trans. And I, it was very clickbaity the way she did it, because she did it with the Zac Efron, like, hair and everything. It was just not set up right. And then she said, I'm trans, but didn't want to come out as a trans man. And then specifically represented her, or called herself a gay trans man. She wanted to be a drag queen. (coughs) Like, she still just wants to be a a woman. She's a confusing person. (laughs) Very confusing. Yeah. And she was... I'm not saying that gay trans men, like, aren't in the community and shun the gay trans men. No, no, no. No. Like, you're already a queer person as a trans man. Yeah. If you want to be with a man, 
you're still just as queer as you were when you were whoever you were before. Like, you are a man who is a gay man in this community. But Trisha didn't come out as that. She no. just wanted to fetishize gay men, put a label on herself, and live a life. Oh, yeah, because I did kind of feel like she, she wasn't. is just attracted to gay men. She definitely is. And that's not a sexual orientation. No, speaking. That's just a sexual fantasy. Absolutely. And you know those girls that always try to turn the gay guy. Oh, yeah, that was very much her. She, but, I mean, that, that it's a double-edged sword because there is a gay guy that will try to turn a straight man. Ugh. And well, I'm just like, we can't be doing She that. likes the same thing with the gay men. Yeah. And I was like, okay, do your thing. But you were trying to, like, be something that you're not and that wasn't your tea, and I was not feeling it. Right. And then, so, I just want to backtrack one more time because just thinking of James Charles really quick while we're on this topic. And did you see the beef with him in... Lauren Conrad, like OGLC. So if if y'all don't know, I'll break it down to you really quick. Lauren Conrad came out with a beauty line, and she was sending out PR. James Charles graciously or gratefully got one. Yeah, he got one. She didn't have to send him one. No, and she she he opened the PR box, and it was full of empty samples. And he went on a rant on his Instagram. A whole And it was so awful. He was being a brat. Bro, this is all I have to say. You're getting this shit for free. Absolutely. Some of us can't even afford to buy a sample or uh, buy the small travel size. Be gracious that you were even thought of. You could have made it funny. You could have made that a lighthearted moment, but you decided to make it. So negative and viral. Just think about yourself. But then Elsie did come back with a great response. She fully took blame for it, saying that she was the person who packaged it because she was putting... She got the empty samples and wanted to make sure it all fit in the boxes because she was doing the packaging. And she had one that had all the samples in it. And she was like, great, fits the box. Well, she accidentally shipped that one out. And unfortunately, James Charles was the one who received it. But don't be a brat. It was an yeah. accident. But then you showed the Nikki. You showed me that Nikki tutorials Nikki video. Tutorials got them on. It was like a Maury style, a Maury style episode show. of Nikki tutorials. Nikki tutorials being the Pisces that she is, <laughs> bringing people together and being a mediator. Brought them together. They talked about it. Uh, Lauren Conrad ended up sending James some new makeup. James ranted and raved about the makeup, but it's just like. You had, it took you somebody else to alleviate you. Yeah. I guess this. they talked in the DMs or whatever, but, like, still, that publicity. Lot. And Elsie is an OG from Laguna Beach to yes. the hills. I have loved Elsie. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Have you, did you ever see watch Laguna Beach? No. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Of, you know. You still make me feel so old. I just uh, We ain't got to talk about Degrassi. We ain't got to talk about Degrassi like that. Okay, so another thing that I saw Mm -hmm. was Jeffree Star chiming in about James's TikTok about um, whoever. Because it was speculated. Keep my name out your mouth. Keep my name out your (laughs) mouth. It was speculated that um, James, James, while he was saying to Trish, keep you and your toxic friends or whatever he said around those lines. 
you know, he was like, you and your toxic friends need to worry about yourselves because you guys are the problem. And so Jeffree Star goes in on, like, Instagram or yeah. Twitter or something like that. And it's like, keep my name out your mouth. That was just, my favorite part of those. Uh, yeah. Those Snapchat. Just like, keep, keep my name out your mouth. Girl, shut up. But it was She's also, so might have been speculated that it was Trisha because I guess Jeffree and her aren't that close as people think they are. And... So it might be about Trisha because she had mentioned to me in a couple TikToks and a couple videos earlier. Shit, it could have been us because you know we're trying to call him out. But she was calling him out for like the same stuff that I called him out in in our last podcast, which is basically him selling out and coming back when he wanted to sell something. Because Trisha's like, there's a lot of content creators that are just coming back to sell something. Yeah, I just watched something about uh, they called out Liza Koshy for doing that. Yep, and I'm just like, I mean, get your check. That's I mean. That's all a lot of people are trying to do is get a check. I mean, Trisha's out here clout chasing, and so is, like, Charlie and whoever with this drama, with this, look at me, somebody's ruining my life. I I don't know. I'm not on straight TikTok, and the only reason why I know some of them is because I'm on gay TikTok, and Noah Beck, unfortunately, is on gay TikTok. And Trish comes up on my gay TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) I love that there's different sides of TikTok. You, I followed down so many different holes of TikToks, from witchcraft to gay. Yeah, when too. straight ones pop up, though, I get ooh, freaked out. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, I that's like my wrong hole moment. Like I understand what a girl means when I pop on straight TikTok. Wrong hole, wrong hole, wrong hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I just ah. all I have to say about this drama that's going on right now with the Charlie and the Trisha and the James and whatever, yeah. whoever is out there, that it is so reminiscent to me of this like the first wave of COVID that we got and we all were like quarantined and we're all Mm -hmm. just like freaking out. We don't know what's going on. And all this like drama on social media came out. Tati came out with that video of, (laughs) of uh, Shane and whatever and Jeffrey and just all that drama. And I feel like that's the same thing that's happening. We're cooped up again. It's the second wave of COVID and everybody's like, what do we talk about? And Trisha's like, well, this bitch was snotty. (laughs) Let's humble some bitch. And I really hope they do humble themselves because I think that's the lesson to the story that all of them kind of need to just humble themselves. Come to Jackson, Michigan and see what it's like. But uh, I don't know. Anything else you see in the... Last couple days, I haven't been on Twitter or social media that much because I've been blocked. I don't know. I've well, seen that, um, if we're talking about crybabies, that Trump finally decided to let yes, Joe Biden transition. Yes, transition. Yes, yes. We no longer have to wait for a transition. The doctors finally said, hey, we can do this, so we're going to cut Donald Trump out of our lives here shortly, everyone. I'm so excited to cut yes. this orange man out of my life. Yes. He should. Should have put in trans rights. Should have put in trans rights. It's been <laughs> a great time. Joe Biden just picked Janet Yeller to be the first woman to lead as the secretary, as the Treasury Secretary. Yes, and I'm so excited because we just need more women in leadership. More women, more people of color, more yeah. LGBT representation. I want to see what it's like because I've lived so many places and I've lived in diverse places and it's so cool. To have that, like, representation. Yeah, it's just, it feels, it's a whole different feeling, because it's something you don't see here that I often. really feel like Joe Biden is trying to unify the country and uh, bring everybody together, whether you are a Republican, through. whether you are red, whether you are blue, America is that red and blue, and it, we, together we are this country. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I think he might turn in, I think he's gonna, as much as he says he's not, he's gonna be a one-term president. 
Yeah. Just because of, I think, things... But I'd like it's to a stressful job. Kamala Harris and AOC. I <laughs> don't see that working out. This is what I see for the next few elections. I see Kamala and Gretchen Whitmer Ooh. in 2024. And then after that, I would see um, them again in eight years. Because they would win re-election. After that, I think that would put Gretchen in a beautiful spot to run as Gretchen and AOC. That would be cute. Because I think AOC should be in Senate for a few years. Oh, yeah. I think she's a great congresswoman. I, mean, I would think she... There. I think she should do what Kamala did and get, some, uh, get a year or a few in Senate. Yeah, that'd be cute. Yeah. But, yeah, so... On that note, I think we are going to go take our final hits of the night and call it for the night. But we wanted to say happy early Thanksgiving to everyone. Thanksgiving, guys. If you're spending time with your family, make sure, you know, you all are keeping your social distance as much as possible. Don't forget, Zoom has no call limit during this holiday, so you can Zoom's giving with anyone. Um, You know, hit us in the box. If you need someone to Zoom with, we will Zoom with you, and we can see if you're feeling your meal, if we're feeling our meal. We don't know exactly what we're doing yet. And but we will see you on Black Friday because that's the next time you're going to be hearing we from us. Will our podcast is available on Apple Podcasts? That just got approved, y'all. We are so excited. Spotify, Apple Podcast on Apple Podcast on Spotify on Podchaser. You can find it on Buzzsprout on our social media accounts, which is Tommy Lights and Andy Monroe. And then you can follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget if you have any questions or uh, want any advice on anything or just want to shoot the shit with us, you can email us at areyoufeelingitpod at gmail.com. And thank you to everybody who's downloaded the podcast and listened to it so far. Yes. I'm going to give a quick little shout out to Ireland. Oh my gosh, yes, Ireland. We have listeners out there. Thank you so much. I just did my DNA text actually, and I am a lot Irish. And then 0.4% Spanish and Portuguese. So I am feeling great about life for that. That's exciting. But thank you, Ireland. We love the support. We'll keep supporting you. If Blue Hydrange is listening, you were my pick to win that season. <laughs> but anyways, make sure you follow us. Like, subscribe, and share. Make sure you smash that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we will see you all on Friday. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye, guys. Bye. Have a good one.